Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome to another episode of Motherfucker Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Blackson. I'm never alone. I got a whole Chinese nigga with me. Hey, this is Chinese best friend. That energy you got, Mike, is like a damn lightning the other day in Los Angeles County. Did you see that in San Diego or no? What the fuck are you talking about? It was the biggest lightning ever in Oh, history. yeah, yeah, there was a lightning. We was in um, San Diego shooting... A show, we just heard a lot of lightning. The lights went out, actually, at the oh, hotel. Oh, shit. Got hit by lightning, I, then. Dog, it, lights went out, and you know what happens to me in the dark. You glow in the dark? Don't be a smart-ass motherfucker. They couldn't find you? Exactly. Holy shit. This is going to be an empty episode of uh, Couples Retreat. <laughs> just Miss Rada Darling talking to herself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the lights was out, so then we had to light candles. But before the candles, I had to use my phone, like, I just turn the light on. Hey, guys, I'm here. Yeah, like it was, that. It was crazy, man. What you wearing tonight? You just look like a just a homeless nigga, Chinese <laughs> best friend. Yeah, Mike, uh, your friends stopped giving me clothing. Why? Yeah, I guess nobody buys after I wear it. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going bankrupt. So they're Don't supposed worry, to give man. it to you, mother sucker. Well, this is also from a, this oh, from a, a guy. Nice this from, yeah, this is from a guy in Ghana, actually. He made this for me. I forgot his name, but I'm going to shout that him out. the same guy that, wore you, that you wore? Nah, you? this is a different guy. This is a wow. Different, this is a, I just the thing. I don't like the collar too much on this shirt. It's too it, it, close? Yeah, it looks like a fucking um, Bobby Brady shit. You know what I mean? Like Bobby, Brody, Bobby Brady wore this. The Brady <laughs> Bunch, that's the <laughs> way we became the Brady Bunch. Da, 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 da. 
There was Sandy in the name of Seven Seven. And the Seven to Sister. They were two girls, they were together. Yeah, they were all alone. There was one day when this fellow met this lady. I think that's a wrong song, Mike. You have the tone. That was though, back in the day, those were the real fucking shows, man. Yeah, I watched them. The Brady Bunch, Cindy. It was Cindy Marshall, and what's the chick in the middle? Cindy Marshall and... Cindy was the youngest, Marshall was the oldest. It was the one in the middle that just got no love. Nobody loved her. She couldn't get no date, couldn't Big get no braces. dick. Big braces. She just got no fucking love. Till today, she's probably still a lonely bitch. <laughs> Is she still alive? I'm sure they're still alive. She probably still lives at that same fucking house. It's like one floor... You know. Oh, they still have that house. It is. It was for sale two years ago. Get out of it. Yeah, it was on TMZ. But the problem is they couldn't do anything, renovations outside. Cause it's what was a, one of your favorite shows growing up? Uh, my favorite shows is uh, uh, Will Smith show, uh, Fresh Prince. Of Sing the song, then. How do you start it, Mike? You don't know the Fresh Prince? Fresh Fresh Prince of Bad-Ass song? Uh, not anymore. I've been Damn watching it, I, a lot How did it start? Let me figure out how it start. And then we'll, I forgot how it start. I would know how to sing it. Why not? I would know how to sing it if you started. Oh, okay. I've watched all episodes. My favorite was Carlton Banks. Oh, you like Carlton? Why? Yeah. You guys have a lot in common, you think? Yeah, you know, he just dances nice. But I like different strokes. Different strokes to the world. Everybody got a special kind of story. Everybody's amazing. It don't matter what you say. Different strokes to the world. Mike, after different strokes, listen to this. After different song, they're going to file a lawsuit against you. After different strokes, facts of life. The facts of life. The facts of life. It's the facts of life. Take the good, take the bad. That's right, motherfuckers. How about the Jefferson's moving on up through these You finally got a piece of the pie. Fuck the 80s and 70s, man. Let's talk about right now, 2021. Mike, I think that uh, COVID vaccine had a big effect on your body today. Thanks, Chinese best friend. Yeah. You gotta well, you know, also. yeah, I went on a Twitter rant today. Yeah, what happened? Yeah, it was a big... Uh, Issue. I finally watched Dave Chappelle's special. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched a clip of it. Just a fucking clip, nigga? Yeah, just, I just want to hear it. There's clip. nothing else on TV, man. You got to watch Dave. Dave is just about, he's like, he's like the funniest one right now. My God, don't underestimate yourself. I think you're I the mean, funniest man on, alive hey, right now. I know, but I don't have a special. If I had a special, mine would definitely top his. But right now, he has a special. He had like fucking six, seven of them niggas. Really? You know what I mean? His latest one, was it was funny. It's always funny. Yeah. He talked about the baby. Oh, know. the baby. Yeah. You. Yeah. He talked about the baby having... um Having a baby? No, the baby. What's up with all these baby names? Like little baby, the baby. <laughs> Big baby. baby. Big baby Davis and little baby. And in, in Africa, all the singers are boy. Yeah. Uh, what's his uh, fucking... Stone boy. Stone boy. Burner Burn boy. boy. What's the other boy name, Rada? Fire boy. Fire boy? All these boys. And then there's a kid, whiskey. Whiskey. <laughs> yeah, what's going on with that? None of these guys are growing up. The Americans are not growing up. The Africans are not growing up. The Africans are all boys. The Americans are all the baby. <laughs> they want to be a baby forever. 
What's going to happen when the baby becomes 90 years old? He's going to be the grown-up <laughs> or the old motherfucker? He'll probably keep his name, Mike, because right. that will... Well, I made a post about... Because Dave Chappelle says something about, you know, the baby... Um, how the baby shot and killed somebody. At Walmart. At Walmart. The thing about it, did you, did you know that? Hell no. After that, I Googled it too. Yes, we all Googled it. Google got very famous today. <laughs> okay? I Googled it. I didn't know. And I'm sure the LGBT community did not know either oh. that he killed somebody. Oh. So now Dave said, oh, yeah. He said the baby killed somebody yeah. and didn't get in trouble. His career was still the same. Yeah. But then he made fun of a gay person. He made fun of gay people and then they got shut him down. So we got the message. Definitely got the message. But there's another message in there too. Dave low-key snitched on the baby. (laughs) He low-key snitched on him because the LGBT community did not know this nigga killed anybody. Oh, shit. Now now they're going to call him homophobic and a murderer. Hopefully the one he killed wasn't uh, lesbian. Chinese best friend. Seriously, what the fuck are you talking about? I mean, the guy that he shot wasn't good. Then it wasn't. The, he shot him in a Walmart fruit aisle. Fruit aisle. But oh no, they got. Boy, what's up, friends? The guy tried to rob him. Rob him. You know. And one thing I know is about the baby. The baby is one. What I like about this guy. This guy's never been Hollywood. This guy, duh, he goes out by himself. Huh? Oh yeah, he's a brave kid, man. Because he's he's hood oh, kid. He, he carries he, a gun everywhere he goes. But you know, the baby. You are um, you are a star. You gotta have somebody with you. Yeah. There'd be nowhere by yourself. And I, in fact, when I, I was in Charlotte one time, I went to the st- a store in a mall and b- their baby was there by himself. No way. We, we shot a little comedic video together. Oh, that's the one that. Uh, yeah. He was trying to attack you. It was so funny. He has a <laughs> sense of humor too, man. That's my nigga. But yeah, so I made a post about uh, uh, Dave Chappelle did not help the baby by, by reminding everybody that he killed uh, somebody because I didn't know. Yeah. A lot of people didn't know. I didn't know. Exactly. You see? So now I'm like, I was like, hi, what? The first I didn't thing know. I did was Google too. Yeah, Google got really rich today. We didn't get none of that money either. Hey, Mike, you went pretty viral. Hollywood Unlocked post you. TMZ post you. Worst Shade Room post you. Shade Room did not post Pornhub post you. Pornhub did not post me. Mike, yeah, you, you're trending next to the baby. I hope not in Pornhub. Well, I didn't check yet. They usually check. You have a Pornhub Google account? No, everybody have that. All right, what else going on? Let's some other things went on. What did uh, Dave Chappelle say, Michael Blackson? Ah, uh, you know what? He hasn't said nothing yet. I'm gonna see him uh, tomorrow. I'm gonna see him tomorrow, and I'm gonna call him a snitch. You snitch on the baby, my nigga. Shit, can I come? Chinese. Oh, I wanna get no, that gotta, on video. No, you got All right, I'll think about it, man. Every time you come somewhere, oh, you embarrass shit. me. Yeah. Oh, come on, Mikey. Last time we hung out with 50 cents, you fucking embarrassed me, Chinese best he friend. He was speaking to me in Tagalog. Tagalog. Yeah, he was saying, get the fuck out of my face in Tagalog. <laughs> I didn't hear him, like the music was loud. They were playing the, it's your birthday, it's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. Dave Chappelle right, speaks Everybody Tagalog kept too. looking at him like, who is this Chinese nigga that keep tapping 50 cents on the shoulder? Hey, 50, hey, 50. I'm like, leave this nigga alone. What the fuck is wrong with you? Then you started bothering Chris Brown. You have no shame. <laughs> uh... I just found out about uh well I do I don't have shame. Well fifty cent gave me a lot of fifty liquor. That's what happened. I wanted to thank him. He poured it all over. All over what? All over my my cup and my pants. He was going like that. Alright, well fuck it, Chinese best friend. We have a whole guest here. 
We have a whole guest. Yes, I've been fucking with this nigga for a very long time. I met him probably in New York for the first time, but we've known on each other because you know he's a reality star. He's also a producer. He does it all. From New York, dead ass. Facts. Word to the mother, son. From Love and Hip Hop, uh, he's been on a. He's probably been on all of them. I heard all of he them. was in every single one. Like 20 I think years. he is. Ladies and gentlemen, Cisco's in the building. Come on in. Cisco man. in the house. It's not the tonk, 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 Cisco. Uh, you know, Mike told me Cisco's in the house today. And I was like, oh, Mike, uh, is that the guy that sings the tonk, 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 tonk song? No, no, I get that all the time. You know what? That's not his real name. It's not? Mm-hmm. No, my real name is Francisco. Oh, yeah. That's a so, good one. So I always lay claim to that. I'm like, I don't know why people always. It's like he, got, I guess, because he put it out first. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that was a good song. That was the first time I got my life. Ten dance. seasons of. The thing about it, I think, I think reality show has taken over soap operas and sitcoms. We are not interested in no fucking scripted show anymore. We want no real niggas' life. What's going on in your fucking life? We want to see fights and arguments. I mean, what do you, what's, your, what's your input on that? You think that has taken over? over I, remember, I remember growing up, right, in a yeah. Latin household, all my children and, like, One Life mm-hmm. to Live and all that yes. shit was on all day. My mom swore by that stuff. She was, So she watched all the ABC shows. All the ABC shows. Yeah, well, Ryan's <laughs> Hope, Lovin'. Hold on. General Ryan's Hospital, Hope, yeah. Lovin'. All my children, uh, one life hospital. to live. One life to oh live. Then General Hospital. We yeah. so I used to watch all the ABC soap operas. You forgot well. one thing. Days of our lives. Nah, that's CBS, motherfucker. <laughs> we talking about ABC. <laughs> Don't fucking bring that shit here. Uh, but I think we definitely replaced that. Oh yeah. There isn't any. I don't think it exists anymore. They still do. They do. They, they got the 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 old people still there, like Stefano oh, and all those people. Yeah. The Muslim is, I mean, Muslim were there for a long time. They just got the yeah. fuck old when on their show. Die, yeah, they die and then they replace them with the grandkids that were there and it just keeps going. You mean like die on the show or die like in oh, real life? Oh, well, die in real life and then whomever. Don't pay this guy. This guy lost no, his fucking story, money. Man, I watch it still. You watch what, Chinese Best Friend? Like Days of Our Lives. Yeah. Days of Our Life? Yeah. What's the black guy on Days of Our Life? Oh, I know his name, but I can't think right now. Is it Jesse? No, it's somebody It was Jesse. See, motherfucker. Angie's husband. <laughs> That's right. He's Angie. still watching. Yeah. <laughs> is he still alive? I don't know. But Angie is because she plays um, Tasha's mom on, on Power. Well, yeah, she oh. did, yeah. Angie. Angie's did a lot. Yeah. yeah. Wow, she was a bad chick because I was watching this in the late 80s, right? Yeah, this was, this was like early, early 90s. 90s. Yeah. Early 90s, yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, when I came to America, I came to America like late 80s and then it was all... Mind you, I didn't. I kind of like didn't start school right away. I had to wait till I get some kind of paperwork to go to school. So I just watched the soap operas with my mom, and we used to like, you know, I used to look forward to it. So, Mike, you was born and raised in Africa. Born and raised there, came to the states at 13 years old. You know what I mean? This ain't my interview, motherfucker. It's your shit. Were you born in the United States or New yeah, York? Are you, are you born in New York? Um, I am born in New York. Both my parents were born and raised in Puerto Rico. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. Jennifer then, Lopez is your neighbor. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> that's Spanish. That's, that's uh, Mexico. Feliz Navidad is not Mexico. Puerto Rican. No. It's Feliz Navidad, Mexico, Puerto Rican. Feliz Navidad is just a, it's just a Latin it's term. A it means term. Merry Christmas. Yeah. I know that. It's applicable to everybody. Okay. But, but in all fairness, when I'm here in L.A., people always assume that I'm Mexican. I get that all the time. I guess because of just being out here. Oh, shit. He looks like the, the Cholo from Friday. Yeah, you're from next Friday. Yeah, he's a little <laughs> taller. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I get that all the time out here, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, so, but I, you know, I embrace all cultures. Hey, you know, ain't nothing saying? wrong with that, man. When you come to LA, you're Mexican. You go back to New York, you're Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. You go to Africa, you Egyptian, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> For real, because you look like you look Egyptian. No, I get that. And I also get light skinned black all the time. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, look people, black. I mean, I thought he was that. black. Yeah, yeah people I think that all like the time. Your mother was white, your dad was black, and then your neighbors was black. Well, my, my father's an Afro Latino. So he's a, like a black man. You know oh, what I mean? so he's a Puerto Rican Afro Latino. He's a Puerto Rican Afro Latino. There are some Puerto Ricans that are as dark as me, right? Yeah, Not darker. Co- yeah, See? are you kidding me? Yeah, there's, there's Filipinos as dark as you. I could, I could be fucking Puerto Rican. Now that I never seen, I never seen. My that. cousin was uh, uh, really dark, curly hair. Yeah, it's too. called Indian, motherfucker. No, 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 <laughs> Filipino, Mike. There's a lot of dark Filipino. It's official, but I saw that my Patreon page is now live. My weekly Teddy Tuesday and Twerking Thursdays are moving exclusively to Patreon where they could no longer be censored by the social media companies. I will also be sharing daily updates plus show announcements here first. See you on Patreon, you mother suckers. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu Love and Hip Hop 10 years wow yeah. how has it been you know when I first I wasn't gonna do it at, at all in the beginning cause I and was like and then child support was dudes like, and I then I was work. like yo I gotta pay these fucking bills <laughs> <laughs> 
Now I had wound up signing. I I did a deal with Mona originally. I signed a deal for my own TV show. At the oh. time, I was dating um, I oh, fuck it, I say I was dating a girl named Jennifer from Basketball Wives. So okay. me and her, Jennifer Williams. So me and her signed a deal to get our own show, and then it just didn't work out. Whatever. So that's when Mona was like, you know what? I'm doing this love and hip hop thing. Why don't I just slide you and you know you do that? Okay. So I was kind of against it at first, you know what I'm saying? Because I didn't like the first season. I said, all right, let me give it a shot, you know, because I wanted to kind of get into acting and just do stuff like uh, that. Anyway. Because re- I could see him playing like a gangster in the movie, yeah, don't you? Yeah, he should be a gangster. <laughs> nah, nah, man. Like, but don't worry. Actors don't pay no real money. Trust me. And actors are not making no money. Come on, guys. Mike. Told, Denzel Washington makes billions of dollars. It's only one nigga, motherfucker. That's Denzel Washington, okay? Regular, it's, trust me, I've not made much money from acting. I've made more money doing reality than acting. Mm. A lot more. Because you don't go on auditions, Michael Blackson. Uh, if, if you I went would... to Black Panther audition, you would have been the Black he, Panther. He just, he just did come to America. I did come to America, motherfucker. I didn't have to audition because Eddie Murphy recommended me for that movie. Yeah. Eddie I said, mean, they couldn't have made that movie without you, though. Thank you very Mike, much. It would have made no fucking sense. Yeah, no, you, seriously. You're the highlight of the movie, Mike. I'm, don't keep the Chinese best friend you capping. You are. <laughs> no bullshit, Mike. Yeah, they couldn't make that movie without you. And I'm, yeah, they couldn't, you know. But then, um, so and Ro, and Ro, Mona, and Ro Timmy too. Shout out to Ro Timmy. Oh, yeah, yeah, Ro Timmy. Because he, uh, re- he reps Africa too. You know, right, hard. right, he does. You know he rep hard. He, he rep hard. That's like what I'm saying. Light skinned Nigerian dude. Shout out to Ro Timmy. Uh, and then let's go back to Mona, give me, um, invited you to the love of hip hop. Mona, right? Mona Yeah, style. yeah, definitely. And then what happened? So, no, so Mona was like, I'm doing the love of hip hop show. And they had just been, I think they aired like the first season already. It was like a half an hour back then. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, okay, we're bumping into an hour. And um, she was like, why don't you come do this? Because I was already signed to VH1. When I signed to deal for my own show, ah. I signed for seven years. So it's like a holding oh, deal. Wow, seven yeah, years. I, well, yeah, because I had my own show at first, and it just, it just collapsed. It never, it never happened. Yeah, it never happened. So they give you a holding deal. Holding deal is kind of like where they sign you and kind of hold you. You can't be, And they give you money, right? They didn't give me no money back Damn. then. But this was, this was 10 years ago. It was still yeah, new. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's fucked up because back in the day, a lot of comedians look forward to a holding deal. Like in the 90s when a comedian was popping and then ABC, NBC, CBS liked him, for like a sitcom, they would hold him. They would put him on lockdown. Right, right, give right, him right. like $100,000 or $250,000. To hold him over. To hold him over. Like you can't go nowhere else and we'll see who could do something with you in a year. And you get to keep the money whether anything happened or not. Wow. So it was one guy named Maestro Clark. This guy made a living off of holding deals. He I know, remember oh, Maestro shit. Clark. I don't know you're talking about. Of course. He kind of looked like you a little bit. <laughs> yeah, the comedian, yeah. Right, so Maestro Clark had a lot of holding deals, but, you know, hey, he made a living off that shit. Where man. can we sign up on that holding deal? Man, we're in a, we're in a new era now, baby. There's no holding deal? Uh, it's possible. There's still ABC. They still give them. But I just feel like we are not... Our audience are not watching fucking TV anymore. sitcoms anymore. No. I mean, the only sitcom we probably watch might be Blackish. And, you know, and, and no nigga here could tell me the last Blackish episode. You know what I mean? But it's probably the only sitcom that I think black people get and watch. It's not like back in the day with Family Matters and all those other shows that we look forward to. You know what I'm saying? We don't have choice, Mike. We have only seven channels in the fucking antenna. No, but true. you know, honestly, I, I really feel like we, and it sounds crazy, but. I feel like reality television, we replaced a lot of that. You know what I mean? Because, and I'm not, I'm not bullshitting. This is how, we were talking about this here, um, earlier today. Um, I literally, I was at Station 1640, a nightclub here. This is two days ago. And a girl comes over to me and immediately she starts like repeating a scene that I did. You know what I mean? Like acting it out. 
Like, oh, you, when I told Peter Guns, oh, you know, you want that 10000 Come get it. You know, and I pulled it out of my pocket. So I, what I realized at that point, I said, yo, it's like we are like what they would do, you know. The, the regret, that's just tell you, is a new trend, man. It's a new, yeah. It's a new trend. That's what everybody's doing. In fact, so we, he was just in San Diego doing the, the reunion, right, that we got just yeah. did, did the reunion. Uh, so now Love and Hip Hop, I thought Love and Hip Hop was like, it had been a couple. So it's not, a, it's not about a couple because you don't have a girl on Love and Hip Hop. Nah, I never have a, like, a real situation, a relationship. You're just causing trouble with everybody. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, it was, the way it was brought to me was like, we're going to just follow your life as a music okay. producer. A lot of people don't know that I'm a music producer and songwriter. Okay. You know what I mean? Oh, First, nice. before. So I had my own room in Rock Nation and Jay-Z Studio for like four years. Oh, wow. So I worked with everybody there. And that's how... Like Mona would come to me for the music mm. when she needed music for like the show and stuff like that. And that's the first record I ever did in Love Hip Hop was a record for Tahiri, who never even made a song before. So that's that was kind of like how we kind of started the relationship. I was making the music for Love and Hip Hop first. And then it was like, OK, well, why don't you come and, you know, since you're signed already, you might as well just come and, and be on the camera side of it, you know. But. I never thought it would be, like you said, 10 years later. Damn, wow. Man, that's dope, man. So you got you got you got groupies there. But I had a lot of women, like, attention from women before that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I liked it better before that. I think anonymity is priceless. You know what I'm saying? If I can go back, I would love to be just, like, low-key. But like, nobody knows who I am. There's such a value in being Nobody a knows who I am, so I don't get no <laughs> side pussy. <laughs> Last well, pussy I, I saw was a cat walking in front of me. He was like, shit, bad luck, turn around. For real? I want to trade with you then. I think that's dope. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, well, yeah, you guys are and and so the family reunion comes out when? When does it come out? I believe it comes out this month in October. From what I was told, for real, that fast. Yeah, from what I was told, we were shooting it and they were editing on the fly. Nice, <laughs> wow, nice, yeah. nice, yeah, wow. Is there anything any surprises? Should we expect anything crazy? Anything? Yeah, and that's the 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 family reunion show is gonna be nuts. Like it was. They took literally like 17 of us. They put us on the resort. Mm -hmm. It was uh, me, Stevie J, Safari, Booby, since Santana, Yo-Yo. Shout out to Yo-Yo. Show me so much love since I've been out here nice. uh, in California. And they made us like work out our differences. Mm. The problem was I had issues with everybody. Okay. Like in real life. <laughs> That's so exciting. It was so built around a lot of my issues like I was literally shooting every day like 19 times a day because everybody had a problem with me or I had a problem with somebody from other you know from other situations that we had on or off the show and I hadn't seen certain people in so many years that they was just like okay well you got to address the issue with Safari you got to address the issue with Sin and so on and so forth and then, so it became like you know the opportunity to do that so it was a lot of arguments and some fights and some wild shit but you know Man, I can't wait to watch that. <laughs> That's dope. Was uh, so? Who was your favorite couple? Like, as far as oh, favorite person on this? Um, my favorite couple was Michael Blackson and Rod. I think they dope. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that's that, my man. favorite couple. Thank you very much. Um, I wanted to do couples retreat. Had I been with somebody at the time, I probably yeah. could have. You know uh, what I mean? Um, but on you know on the actual show that we did, uh, you know I seen what Erica and Safari was going through. Right. And I kind of related to it because I, I got divorced myself. Okay. So I see him going through the ups and downs of it. And then me and him, you know, uh, he like a little brother to me. But So now you're divorced in real life? I'm divorced in real life, for real. Wow, yeah. so you're a single man. Bachelor. 
I'm a single man. Oh yeah. my God, you're a single man, and Michael yeah. Blackson didn't bring all the Blackson's angels. You know how many oh. girls are in here all the time? Really? Yeah. yeah. My bad. I was hating. Fuck, Mike. I didn't want him to take my side chicks from me. You know what I mean? He looks like a gangster. Yeah, he will probably keep them all, and yeah. they will never come no, back. Do no. So, Mike, you do you like you throw parties here and stuff? Like, what's the? Give me the real <laughs> deal. What goes on here? He used to. Nah, I throw parties once in a while. During, I mean, during COVID, it was no clubs was open, so it was just a blacks and club. <laughs> we threw party like every weekend, yeah. you know what I mean? So. The thing about Mike, see, I'm, I, I, I want to say this, like I tell people, from my perspective, you know what I mean? Like I've known Mike and we run around each other for a long time, and I've always seen him as two different people. Mm -hmm. He's either like on a thousand, yo, motherfucker, you know, and just like the life of the room and yeah. just, just taking all the attention, or you just get... Like Mike, like hey, what's up, man? The you calm, normal on, human man. being, right, right, man, has everything. Well, good. usually he's that hyper. No, so. that's, no, that's fucked yeah. up because when my fans see me, they want that crazy. They want me all hyped up all the time, you know, because that's their characters on stage. You know, I go on stage real hype and crazy and cursing. So when they see me in person, they just pull out the phone thing. I'm just gonna start acting crazy. Yeah, they scream at him. We were eating. Oh my god! Like a so, nice it, so, so is that a character that, that Don asked you that? Is that a character that you slide into at certain points? You get what I'm saying? Well, I mean, just on, I, just on stage or if I'm shooting a movie or I'm doing something. But, like, you know, when in real life, I just want to chill. Just leave me the fuck alone. I don't want to be bitching nigga. Mike, you're a day. hyper person in real life. Come on. You just had a fucking vaccine today. Usually, <laughs> usually you're running around hyper. You just had a vaccine. <laughs> you know what's funny? I get what he's coming from, though, because I swear, like, people assume that because I act, like, really like crazy sometimes like on television they think that's you yeah and they don't realize I'm quiet yeah. I'm an introvert by nature I, I, I don't I'm not very introvert, social that's inside or outside I'm, I went to public school <laughs> nah, nigga, that means this guy's using a lot of words that are yeah man he's fucking educated for fucking being a Puerto Rican Puerto Rican usually drop out of 11th grade <laughs> I actually dropped out on the knife, man. To be honest, you, the fuck I, knew. <laughs> I knew this nigga dropped out. But I, early. but I picked up a book, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, but you can't read, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so um, wow. Now, I mean, how long will you do love of hip hop for? I mean, it's, it's ten years. Do you, you enjoy? It? I mean, is it feeling like a job? You know, it's like, you know, it's like what's what sitcom lasted that long or what show? Uh, I mean, Blackish is over ten years old. Right? It is already. It's got to be. A lot of shows out there. Episode, I mean, yeah. Seinfeld, Curb Your Enthusiasm yeah. is coming back Friends. for eleven season. You know, there's a lot of them. The Simpsons. And you guys, and the, the, the good thing about doing reality, you guys still make good money, right? It's decent. I I, I would say it's okay. I, I think that we could make more because it doesn't match the popularity. I, I uh, tell you that. And I'm and I'm not even being funny. Like I get DMs. From people all over the world that watch this shit yeah. because they watch it online. Mm. I was in Times Square uh, a couple months ago and a, 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 an Asian couple and that didn't speak a word of English was like, "Oh, that's a Cisco <laughs> from that lovely <laughs> hip hopper, him, him right there." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit, what's up?" You know what I'm saying? And like, so you surprised sometimes, yeah, like yeah, people fucking. They know translate you. your words into a, a Chinese guy talking. You know that? No, I didn't know that. Seriously. Oh my God! There's a Chinese version of you. Do, do you think <laughs> they do? Um, do you think reality need like a need a union, like a SAG after type of thing? Absolutely. That'd be I think great. It's it? Disrespectful. We just shot, and I know Mike did too. Mm -hmm. uh, we because uh, so Mike just shot a show. Um, uh, Mike and Ryder shot a show with the same network at the same resort. 
in the same, same place. Result. Yeah, right yeah. after us. I literally, I took his. He took my room. <laughs> when he left, I, I moved into his room. Yeah, really? they say no because I was trying to uh, stay more. Like Stevie J had faith over, and they went and rented boats and shit. So uh, people started like because we were on quarantine and isolation right. for for weeks. You know, oh, what I mean? shooting shit. the show. So we couldn't go. We couldn't interact with the whole, with, with the other side of the resort. We couldn't leave the resort. So by the time they wrapped it. We was like so ready to just fucking just hang out and party. Yeah. I, everybody started staying late and like uh, and like staying the extra day so we could you know do jet skis and, and pool and uh you know uh, boats and shit. So I'm staying and I'm the last person there and they're like, yo, you gotta go because Michael Blackson is waiting. You know what I'm saying? He's waiting for the room. You know what I'm saying? And I said, Mike's my man. Told me to, to, to come come upstairs, man. We'll, we'll share the room. You know what I mean? I, don't want, I, don't want, I swear. They tell you, ask me, me, showrunner Paris. I'm yeah. like, I don't want to leave. They're like, yeah, oh, you you gotta go. I would have let you stay on Sofa City. You could have stayed on the sofa. Because like, it was a big suite, so it was like a big living room with a dining room and a, so and a sofa, and then it's a bedroom. So me and Ryder, we took the bedroom. Who did it have him stay in the living room? I wasn't going to be in there anyway, man. I was going to be out there, you know, getting fucking boats and shit. You should have texted me, nigga. I would have made sure. Nah, nah. So when did you, where did you end up staying in? Holiday Inn? No, I, so what happened was I, I left, and, the, 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 you know, the network sent the driver for me. I'm on my way to the airport. And I get halfway to the airport, and I'm like, you know what? I love it out here in California. I, I said, I'm going to get an apartment out here. For real? So I told the, I called the showrunner. I said, can you do me a favor? Can you reroute this, this car and take me to L.A.? Damn. I'm going to go to L.A. for two days and look for an apartment. And he's like, okay, cool. And they rerouted it. And that was 14 days ago. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're still here. Love I'm it. still here. Are you going to be here forever, sir? No, no, I, I really got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you got to get out. I got to get out of here. But no, L.A. is pretty cool. You know what I mean? What I talk about L.A. is like, it's not an easy place to live for an entertainer. I mean, it's very expensive. You know, just like, you know, and L.A. people come to L.A. A lot of the models come from, like, Wyoming, Idaho. They, they be the baddest they bitches. They be the baddest bitches in the state. But when they come to L.A., they, they probably be the second ugliest. <laughs> you know what I mean? So L.A. is not an easy place. You know, they, just as many people that come, people turn around every day. You know, but during the pandemic, a lot of apartments got cheap. So, you know, if you want a place, better hop on in now because. But that's, yeah. what, that's what Mike told me last night. So Mike says to me, because I'm telling him, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm having like a little heart to heart with him. I'm like, yo, Mike, I, I feel like I need to be out here. And he's like, yeah, nigga, but make sure, you know, you set up some shit and you're doing some things. He said, because I seen a lot of niggas come out here and go broke real fast. Yeah, <laughs> they, they become the homeless yeah, this in the nigga street. Told, this motherfucker told me he spent 20 grand what? between food, this and that, just been here for fucking 14 Whoa. days. Whoa. Ain't no joke. You're going to go broke. You spend that, that kind of yo, money. I'm supposed to say I got to get out of here. That's yeah, a whole year's out. worth of rent. <laughs> After a few fucking boa and katanas and fucking um, Mr. Chow, your fucking family members. They should give you for free. I know. You would think you so. You got to call them. Be like, hey, I'm coming down. They, Hollywood don't give a fuck. They, okay, Mel Gibson have to pay for his fucking food. Okay? <laughs> I don't give a fuck about this Puerto Rican nigga. <laughs> Just say you're from the movie Friday. <laughs> no, but you know what's so funny? He's right, though. Like, it's really, I would really say that LA's the one place. For the most part, they really don't give a fuck who you are. They don't give a fuck who you that are. That shit works everywhere. Miami, New York, Atlanta. You could just... And it's like, oh, shit, he's here. Yeah. And then people get excited and they want pictures and autographs, mm -hmm. all type of shit. LA, people will be like, I fuck him. So yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no seats available. You got to wait yeah, an hour. We don't give a fuck. Fucking Denzel is waiting in line too, motherfucker. <laughs> LA is so expensive, everybody has a fucking roommate. Denzel Washington <laughs> has a roommate. Seriously, man, this nigga... Is sharing sixty six hundred a month with another nigga. Mike's roommate used to be uh, uh what's his name? Uh, Molly Mole. 
The guy that no. dog when don't, I don't don't say that, man. Because people you look like Molly Mar. No, I, yeah. I don't do it. I gotta go. So I'm listen. Out. Hey, I'm he out. has three bedrooms. Move anytime. No, don't fucking do no, it. No, no. So it was like when I first <laughs> came to LA. I came to LA, 2005, right? Yeah. So I had an apartment in Burbank. I had, a, you know, I had one one bedroom apartment in Burbank, and I went to this place called um, Mel's Diner on Mel, on um Sherman Oaks on Sunset and like past La Cienega. Oh, right Mel's there. Diner. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm at Mel's diner, and then I, you know, I saw this guy Mel. I didn't know him, but he knew who I was. You know what I mean? And then he approached me, hey man, Michael Blackson, what a sucker. So we became friends right away. And then you know, Molly Mall, he had like a big crazy house in Vegas, and he had a nice ass two bedroom apartment at this place called the Legacy on Sunset, like near UCLA. Yeah, very nice place. In fact, Barry Bonds had an apartment there. It was like you know, it was a first place where I live where the Valley Park, kind of like almost like where I live now. The Valley Park, the car, oh, shit. you know what I mean? It's like you know, and it's like back then it was two bedroom, and it was like five thousand a month. That's a lot of money back for, then for two thousand five. He's like Mike. He said I'm barely there. You know what I mean? You could take the second bedroom, just pay a thousand dollars a month. That would pay for the bills. I said stay less. So when my lease was up. You wait know. a minute, hold on. Are you, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought it was a fucking joke. A thousand dollars. That's serious. It's wait, true wait, story. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. You're telling me you really was roommates Duh, with Molly Mall? Room, yeah, we <laughs> yeah, played. All we did was play Madden all the time. And then uh, Molly had his fucking. Right, he's making this shit up. Please. No, it's me. true story. Yeah. Please tell me. I saw you, Molly Mall before he went to prison. I got yeah, Molly Mall. I, I got Molly Mall in a movie I was doing called Repo, a Master P movie. I saw the movie. You might have. Yeah, Molly Mall was a guy that like I repo his Rolls Royce or something. Yes. So and, and that, all we did was play Madden all day, and this motherfucker had a fucking cat that was mixed Ooh. with a tiger. Oh, just shit. scared the shit out of me. So he every time he come from Vegas, he bring that fucking cat tiger with him. So you had to I'm babysit like, and feed the tigers. That's dog, your duties like, for this cheap This motherfucker rent. was half tiger, half cat. It was like a lioneer. So what the fuck? Did, I'm not sure what this fucking animal he just was. Brings called. it here. Bring it in, scare the shit out of me. I'm like, yo, man, I'm, I might be He's African. Eat I don't, you. Yeah, I but don't... he owned a bunch of like exotic animals. Yeah, that's how he got right, locked up for. All his animals are mixed, man. He he will get up. He'll put a monkey with a rat and be like, fucking have a baby, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> What's up, Marasokas? This is your African king of comedy, Michael Blackson. I'm here to ask you a question. Are you subscribed to my podcast, the Marasoka Podcast, with me, Michael Blackson? If not, you are missing out on the crazy interviews, the exclusive behind-the-scenes content of my life, and tons of VIP celebrity guests. So listen up, Marasaka. Stop what you are doing right now and go find the Marasaka Podcast with me, Michael Blackson, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe. It's free. So go do it right now. And don't forget to catch a new episode every Tuesday. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu So I did a I, I shot I did a season of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood right mm-hmm. and I'm, th- I'm out here we, you know the, the season's airing and I'm thinking that I'm gonna get all this love from people and when I'm walking down the fucking streets people come you know, I just saw you last night yo Molly Mar let me get a picture you know what I'm saying and I was so <laughs> fucking pissed off every time like, people come up to me even though I was on the show they still thought I was him for some fucking strange reason it was crazy Wow. Which I think we look different. I think I'm like, I'm 6'5". Yeah, he's more like... He's like a husky. He's 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 lighter, I think. He's in jail right now, right? Yeah, he's in jail for like uh, some stuff, like trading animals or... I forgot what it was. Trading animals? No, it wasn't. uh, Shout out to Molly. Hope you... Hey, get out. uh, Free Molly Mall. Free Molly Mall. Free Molly Mall. Should we visit him in prison, Mike? If I find out where he's at, I'll go visit him. Molly Mall, please DM us. Yeah, I'm sure they have. They have phone in prison, yeah, man. In prison. Especially he. I know he got. He probably be on IG live. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on, Mike. I, I, I mean, I, look. I know. I, I know what you're saying. You know, it's more like because you're interviewing me. But this yeah. is this is really fucking interesting. So you roommate with Molly Moore? <laughs> yeah, for about yeah. A, for about six six to eight months, maybe a year. And where did it go from there? Like, um, like for I you? Ended, oh yeah, no, no. I remember I ended up moving back to Philadelphia. You went so, back to the East Coast. I went back to the East Coast. Okay. I remember I, 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 was, I was just trying out L.A. So what happened, you know, it was around the time my, I, my buzz has died. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I was hot in, like, 2000. When the movie Next Friday came out, I was hot. So I just, you know, I stayed in the East Coast, and I'm just, like, making money, you know, performing everywhere because I, I was I, in the I, hottest I, I, movie. I don't think you ever got dull, though. No, I got dull. You got dry? So, I, so what happened, what, usually when you get hot, back in the day, what you're supposed to do is pack your bags, move to L.A. Pack it back to LA while you're hot because now people, you know what I mean? 
you you right there in their faces. They yeah. could see you. They know what's going on. Look, this is how I knew that I made a mistake by not moving to LA back then. I ha- I'm on back then. I had a beeper. I had a pager, right? Yeah. And um, the guy that directed next Friday also directed Doctor Doolittle too, Ooh, right? That blew and up. I never because I wasn't around. I'm again a a fucking um, beep uh, beep one time, but I replied like late. Wasn't that F Gary Gray? No, it was oh, David David Carr. Okay. Shit, Dave you could have had a Doolittle job. Is it Dave Carr? You could have yeah, been. I could have been in Doctor Doolittle too. Holy shit. Yes. I, I would have never known you, Michael Bloxham. Because I was working at that time. I was still working at, for the airlines. You know, when I had, when I, I stopped after like 9-11. I was working for the airlines part-time. The so reason, that was real too? I, I've heard you said that in your bit, but I didn't know if that was real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was real. I worked for the airlines and I really worked for them because I, so I fly for free. And as I was able to come, come to LA, like on my days off, I come to LA and, and hit the comedy clubs. And that's how I happened to be performing one night, and Ice Cube was there, and he liked my stuff. So he had the lady that booked the show, like, hey, call that guy, let him come audition for next Friday. That's how I went on audition for next Friday, and one thing led to another. But yeah, my, my buzz died, you know what I mean, like around 03, 04, after two years of like, so I said, okay, let me try to come to L.A. now. And I was like 2005-ish, and it, it was like, this is how bad it was for me. I could, they couldn't even... I couldn't even get a chance to perform on the comedy clubs. They were having me do this thing called first impression. First impression is what it make people do that like not that popular or they don't think you're that funny. This is like 2005. Like I went to the Laugh Factory, which was a hot place to perform Sunday night. Sunday night is like chocolate night. Sunday. Chocolate Sundays, right? That's here. Yeah, yeah. this in LA. Okay. So if you're here on a Sunday, go to the Laugh Factory on Sunday. So we had like improv on Monday. D-Ray hosted that, and he had chocolate Sunday, and then he had a comedy store on Tuesday. So I went to Chocolate Sunday and these motherfuckers put me on like first impression because that's how much my buzz was done. But don't get it wrong, I was still working, doing my shows in the East Coast and I was just, I, I had my little townhouse back East, spending money there and then I had an apartment here. I'm like, I'm just wasting money. I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to go back. I said, I'm not coming back to LA unless I'm coming for a paycheck. So I remember leaving back like 2006. I went back to Philly and then um, I waited, and then I, I went back to Philly 2006, and then I remember like 2007, mind you, I was making so much money, I was making money. You know, I saved up my money, I built a house, you know, built my first real house, $550,000. Wow, you built that yourself? Wait, what, in, no, in Philly? your own hands? It was in Delaware. So Del- Delaware. Yeah, Del- because Delaware is like a no state. It's no tax state. Just so. Like, yeah, tax. Mm-hmm. so I built it in Delaware, and I'm like, so I had my, and I bought me a Benz. I had like a, a S550, 2007 Benz. This is like, the house was ready 2008. 2008, my house was ready. I built a nice-ass white house. Had it nicely furnished, laced out, had my, my car. And I'm chilling. I'm living like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Living my best life. Yeah. And then um, so, social media came out. Yeah. 2009, 2010, Twitter came out. And <laughs> I tried to go on Twitter. I was so late on Twitter. Like, Kev, Lil Duval, D-Ray, all them niggas was already on Twitter. I was just too big. I was happy with my little 5,000 followers on Facebook. That was before they had, like, you had a fan page on Facebook. Back then, just the most fans you have is 5,000. I was maxed out That's at 5,000. I'm talking, yeah, back then, I was talking to my 5,000 followers. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I was happy. And then my boy's like, Mike, there's this thing called Twitter. I'm like, I'm not fucking bothered with no fucking Twitter. And then eventually, he convinced me to do it, and I did it. And by the, by the time I got on Twitter, somebody already had my fucking name. Oh, shit. This guy was Michael Blackson. He was a... And he was doing me. He's te- he's tweeting like Michael Blackson. <laughs> hey, punk bitch, mother sucker. For real? I'm like, then it's, back then you could make money off of Twitter then. 
So this nigga making money with my name. I'm like, did you get it back? I messaged him. I'm like, dog, it's me. I said, listen, if, I'm the real Michael Black. <laughs> he was like, fuck you, pretty much. You know what I mean? I was like, listen, if you're gonna lose my name, at least promote my shows for me. Cause I had some flies. I'm like, can you at least post my flyer? You know what I mean? This nigga wasn't trying to do shit. Oh. So I had to like, eventually I had to like contact Twitter, send my Woody Pity Care account, and then it took it from him, gave my name. Did and, you read all the then, messages? And then verify me. Did, nah, it they, they, they started all over. But hold on, let me ask you a question, because you hit, I think you hit on a, a good premise for you guys. Because some of my best friends are also comedians. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, like Jack I, Thriller, that's my name. Jack Thriller, mm-hmm. Roberto, uh, Roberto uh, Vanderpool. Vanderpool. Shout Roberto, out to my brother. That's my brother, Roberto Funny Vanderpool. Guys. You know Funny what I'm saying? Guy. Shout out to my brother. Well, you know Will Sivens? You all know Will? Dang, he's from New York. Will, Will is like one of, you know, talent? I've met time. him before. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know him. Like you know Robert, uh, uh, Rob Stapleton? Yeah, I know Rob Stapleton okay. for sure. That's old school, yeah. But I, I want to ask you guys, I think it's interesting when you, when you mentioned the social media component. It's like for, for guys like you who really built your career off of the hard work of doing that stand-up, mm-hmm. how do you feel when you see some of these social media comedians that – they they they, they kind of skip that process and yeah, they, they do did. these little fucking thirty second skits. Mm-hmm. They become super popular and now they start getting bags and network right. deals oh, and they TV make shows. A lot of money. They make a lot of money. So how do some like how do you look at that? Like are you I mean, bitter you know about what? that or like no, yo, like like never. nigga you didn't you don't you didn't earn this shit the way I did? Nah, never. It just it's a new era. That's what you know. what I mean, even a lot of my comedian buddies from the the old school guys like me, they did not jump on social media. You know what I mean? If you gotta follow what's they going get on, stuck, yeah. you gotta follow what's going on. Like the new, you know. But don't get it wrong. Some of those guys, those thirty second comedians, some of them try stand up and they got booed and it wasn't easy. So just stick with the stick. Stick with doing skits, you know. But there was some that really developed into comedians, you know, like DC Young Fly, like Desi Banks and B Simone and like uh, uh, Just Hilarious. There were some mm-hmm. that actually put in work. To become stand-up comics, you know, go to the comedy club. No disrespect, do you Uh really consider them, and I'll say it, do you really consider them comedians on that level? You Um, know what I mean? Because you got to look at it. When you look at people like you, Chappelle, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, Tracy Morgan, like, y'all, it's a different, to to me it's a different level from the work that y'all put in, getting to that. Man, you could tell, you could tell about, you know, by their act. I mean, we, you know, we are definitely putting work, we definitely did the hardest work, I mean, I'm talking about back in night when I started in like '94, where I had to like come to LA. I did Comic View. I had to mm. Comic View, BT, BT Comic View back in '94, right? I had to fly myself down, pay for my own hotel, mm. and then get paid $150 two weeks later after I'm done shooting it. Wow! I mean, we put in work. We went to open mic night. We did competition, you know. And these guys is different. They just, you know, social media kind of helped these new guys. Build their own audience. That's what they're doing. They build mm. their audience and then they're entertaining their audience. I can't get mad at them. It's nothing, you know what I mean? It, it's still up to me and up to other comics from my era. So, you know, you already built up a stand-up career, you know. It's go build an audience on IG, on Instagram, on social media. So when you see them, do you feel like, and they, you know, they're making some money and they're doing okay for themselves, do you... Do you give them that love like yo, y'all, you've arrived, you're on a certain level? Or in your mind, you look at them like, yo, no, God, I, I mean, I'll give y'all ain't there yet. Yeah, I'll give them advice. Like some, some of them are there. DC Young Fly is really there. And DC went to open mic, you go to a comedy club. I mean, some of the guys that just, you know, just did the skits and then just try to go on stage, it was tough for them. So they had to go, they had to, you had to go to the comedy club and get that real audience and really get booed and know how to make your joke better. You know, they, now they're putting in work because a lot of them, I mean, some of them, because they have these 5 million followers, they try to put them on a show with us and they're getting booed. 
Ooh. you know? And then the promoters are like, okay, you know, go in, get some, go study. Go to comedy, go on, on the road stage at the local comedy clubs, go do that every week and perfect a, a good, some material. You know what I mean? So some are learning the hard way, but I'm not mad at those guys. I saw uh, an episode of, of comedians in cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld and Eddie Murphy, mm -hmm. right? And it was a dope conversation they were having over breakfast. And then they were both saying that when they decide to go and do stand-up again, they go start from the bottom and they'll go to like these little small comedy shops mm -hmm. and jump up in front of 30 people yeah. and all that. Like, and they're at that level and they're yeah. going, they have to go backwards that far back just to kind of get, you know. Oh, you have to, man. Get the feeling You back. can't take that stage for granted, man. You know, I mean, don't get it wrong. Now, I, I don't do open mic at all because only because I don't have the time. But I'm so confident in my material, in my material that if I want to try a new material, I might tweet it. I hate tweeting it because there's so many joke thieves out there. You know what I mean? So you got to be careful tweeting your joke because sometimes if I want to see how the joke work, I'll tweet it or post it on IG. You know, if, you know, if I get like an LOL or whatever, I get smiley face, I'm like, okay, this shit work. And then I edit to my act. But I'm so confident. Like, I know what my audience want. I know what make them laugh. And I, I think I'm at that point where I could sneak in a couple of new jokes. You know, but if, trust me, if I had a time to go in and go do those those those. 30 people audience, definitely, man. That's how you perfect yourself. That's how, you know, that's how you grow. That's how you never... Why, why does that make you better than, than doing 5,000, 10,000 people? You well, know because what I mean? with 30 people, you, you can fuck up and nobody would know. <laughs> so it's the intimacy. Yeah, it's the intimacy. Uh, my, uh, my favorite audience, trust me, it's 10,000 is cool, but I prefer that intimate 250 people right there in my face. You know what I mean? That's why I prefer doing like those improv and the funny bone and the heliums. And um, you know, uh, Carolines, Carolines, and stuff like that. Those intimate audience, 300, 350 people, right there in your face. You know, compared because when it's intimate, so much better. You know, that's how we. But you know, you, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing like that. Great, ten thousand people when ten thousand people laughing. That's a whole different feeling. Hey, Mike, I think you're overdue for a Netflix special with one billion people watching. I am, but I want to. You know what? what? I want to do something more different. I'm talking to some people now. I want to do. Because I've never done a special, I want my special to be some crazy shit. I want to do like a pay-per-view, like a boxing match, like a Showtime pay-per-view. That's pay -view. a great idea. That motherfuckers yeah. pay to see. And then after, after, and then I could sell it later to Netflix or whatever. But I think that's what I'm leaning towards. So, as the, I actually just did a, uh, a pay-per-view event. Um, I did a celebrity boxing match with Peter Guns. Trainer? Yeah, fought? Yeah, we fought in Atlantic City. <laughs> what, y'all was on the card for somebody else? No, we were headliners. For yeah. real? Yeah, we we, uh, we headlined the card. Uh, it was the co-headlines. It was me versus Peter and then Lamar Odom versus, oh, Lamar uh, Aaron, Odom. versus yeah, Aaron Carter. So we were the co-headlines. And we just did that whole pay-per-view shit. And what the fuck? How was that? Who won the fight, first of all? I did, yeah. But uh, Google that shit. Make sure. Google it, man. <laughs> so what, I mean, are you guys really hitting each other? Yeah. No, and the funny thing was that we spoke. That, and Peter's like my big brother. I love Peter Guns. You know what I mean? And we spoke prior to this shit. And we was like, yo, man, we're just going to, you know, play it around, give a good show for the people. This was the conversation. He literally, like, came to my room early that day, and we was chilling. We even had a shot together. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just, all right, cool. The fucking bell rings. Ding. <laughs> we walk in. As soon as I'm like, okay, cool. I'm playing over here like Cassius Clay shit. Peter just comes, because he had Roy Jones Jr. training him. Uh, so shit. he just came with some slide move and just, and I said, wow. 
that really hurt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what kind of friend is this? He hit me hard. And I said, so I grabbed him in the first round. I said, Peter, you want to fight? <laughs> That's it because we have to fight and you hit me hard. And he said, yo, Cisco, let's just fight, bro. Damn, Damn. shit. Fucking guy, man. So now we're fighting, you know what I mean? Like for real. You know, uh, but it was a dope experience. How much did you make? Did you know? Nothing. It was the mm -hmm. fucking. So here's the deal with paper. You got knocked. You got punched in the face for free. I got. Well, I mean, no. I mean, I, I, I didn't work for free, but it wasn't. It wasn't great money. Let's just say no. It wasn't great money. And let's just say this: the pay per view game is really fucking funny. Like you really gotta be on top of that shit. Because what it is is it's recoupable against all the expenses that put into those those boxing matches, those, those events. Oh. So they gotta get all that shit back first the promotion company, and then you'll get the percentage off of whatever the profits are, you know, so. So you got to hype them up, do all that crazy all that shit. shit. Yeah, you do all that shit, you know. Um, I, I enjoyed it for the experience, you know. I, mean, I thought it was a good, uh, a good time. We, you know, we had some fun with it. But would I do that shit again? No. I think what he's talking about is dope, though. That could be the wave of the future yeah. for them, you know, because like, they, they have these built-in audiences already. Yeah, they do. Pay-per-view does have this built-in audience. And, and, like, for you, like, I don't know why you would do that when you could probably just cut a, a, an upfront deal with a Netflix yeah. or hey, whoever. They, if they, if and they, they come up about with it. it, you know what I mean? I'm going to have my agents look. So it's um, the number. $100 million. Yeah, dollars. Chinese best friend. $80 million. Stop capping, okay? They're not going to give me no 75. more. $75. they are not going to give me more than they give Dave Chappelle. Okay? $65. These motherfuckers are not. I'll take, I'll take something reasonable. I know what I want. Like what? Mike Tate? I'm not, no, I'm not saying that. $50 million minimum? Netflix, Seriously, you listening? Yeah. They're not gonna give me fifty million Chinese best friends. They give me, Mike, quit. you're the funniest guy in they the world right now. I would quit after. I'd be like, "Thank you, God bless you, good night." I quit, and me and Ryder gonna have a whole bunch of Africans. <laughs> we just go start giving, making birth to like a bunch of Tiger Woods. <laughs> just be just vacationing, just fucking everywhere. It's official, man. I saw that my Patreon page is now live. My weekly Teddy Tuesday and Twerking Thursdays are moving exclusively to Patreon where they could no longer be censored by the social media companies. I will also be sharing daily updates, plus show announcements here first. See you on Patreon, you mother suckers. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Mike, the whole world is waiting for your Netflix special. Mike, so when we were talking about this yesterday, you said some interesting shit too. Like, when you... I, first of all, I was surprised that you was even doing reality. I didn't know you was doing reality television at all. I was fucking shocked. <laughs> I'm like, what? They said, no, Michael Black's is here. You got to get out. You know, he needs, he needs the room. I'm like, what? I didn't even know that he was shooting this shit. I knew Claudia Jordan and everybody else was doing it. I didn't know you was doing it. What made you decide to do reality television? Uh, What's why? the benefit for you? You know what? It's, it has a whole different audience. Yeah. It has a whole audience. And I'm like, hey, there is, at the end of the day, I'm just trying to get more audience for my stage. For my, I want to sell out more. You know, and um, those reality shows have an, have an audience, a great audience. They do. And not only that, believe it or not, Young it's audience. unscripted. I don't have to read, remember no fucking lines. And they pay more money. They pay a lot more money than movies and all of that shit. So, and like I said, I want, the, I want every audience possible. So when I go and I do my special, the whole world is watching it. The so whole it was world more, watching It's money. for the audience and it's for the money and... More people watch that fucking shit than they watch everybody fucking love all your posts on social media is millions of views. Chinese best friend. <laughs> he told me, Mike, open TikTok. He goes, Chinese best friend, fuck TikTok. I opened him one, got like over uh, 300 million views. Like, he's got 2.1 uh, oh, million followers. He on, social, on social media? On uh, TikTok. I have what? You have like over 400 million views on TikTok. It's a true story. There's 13 million on one video with that girl. All right. So this season, um, looking for, look look out for him on um, yeah, and Love and Hip Hop reunion. And you guys, so are you gonna do Love and Hip Hop? Are you gonna be like New York? Are you gonna be LA? Are you gonna be Atlanta? Are you gonna be Miami? Like, LA better. That's a great question. I'm I'm literally figuring it out right now because it's all it's all geography for me. Like where, you know, where do I want to stay long enough to do that shit? The the beauty of what we just shot. It was great because it was it was a couple of weeks, you know. But when you do love hip hop seasons, people don't realize that's nine months. Yeah. And it's full access to you. Like you can't everything has to come. Whoa. They gotta come first. You know what I'm saying? So Damn, you you gotta shoot for nine months? So is it is it shot at your house or they they, they like you guys use your real places or yeah, I always have. I've always okay. used my real places. Okay. And then but then you know, locations and shit and right. green screens. Oh, you know, and you, yeah, they just hit me today. To, I got I to do green screen for family reunion. Right. Mm. So now I got to probably fly just for that. So you, you got to go to Atlanta for that? Where's where that? Um, the good thing about the franchise is there's, there's green screen stations right. in every city, That's every true. major city. So LA, Atlanta, Miami. Because when I did the last green screen, we did it in Miami for last year couples retreat. So yeah, so that. Oh, was, you did? Yeah, yeah. I went, we flew to Miami for that. Me and Ryan. So hold on. Would you do. 
an actual like I do like my family show. No, I'm like, saying, would you do Hollywood? Nah, I would do. Ryder came up with a, a great idea. I don't want to. Um, I'm going to put it out there. I'm not sure. Should I put it out there? Right? Say okay. it, Mike. Say, say it, it man. Mike. Come on, say man. We, it, we do like a love and comedy. You know what I mean? Where mm. comedians and their, you know, their loved ones, stuff like that. So that would be a great idea. Like I grab a couple of comedians and their, and, and be like love and comedy. Go through their family life and you know, kind of what you guys did. They'll be comedians. So it would be on the funny side. Hey, yup, I love it. I'm gonna call Mona right now for that. Yeah, hit up Mona. That's a great yeah. idea, Mike. I'm, I'm gonna run with that one. I have a question, sir. Do you get a bonus if you punch somebody in the show? No, you get your you you get you huh? get deducted. Huh? For you real? Deducted? Yeah. What? What you the fuck? So Bad Girls Club, they're all broke. Listen, man, you get deducted. I I got deducted so many fucking times. For real? You, for real? Hundred percent. Oh shit! But it, I'm, I'm, and look, and I probably shouldn't say this, but I don't give a fuck. Here's the crazy part. I'll always get like. A Christmas bonus that will equate to the deductions that I got throughout the year. So Cisco, you know, uh, we should give me a little bonus, yeah. and it'll it'll absolutely add up to the every dollar they took uh, from me. That's probably from, what they're doing. They probably just giving uh, me money back. So it's kind of like, hey, don't do that. But hey, thanks. Just, <laughs> thanks for doing it's it. It's a great fucking TV, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you should try it again with no punching this time and see what the Christmas bonus look like. No, but I, I think like, I think it's all fun, man. We all yeah, and we, you we need all, some punching. We all we all do it and it's fun, and, and and I don't I never take this shit like serious. You know what I mean? I enjoy it. It's just it's work. You know what I mean? To be honest. All right. So you are single now. I mean, are you seeing anybody particular? Do you want to see anybody? Like, what is your plan? You want to stay single? Like, no, I don't want to stay single. You know, because um, you, you you used to be married. Is that why? I love married life. Yeah, I think it's the shit. Yeah, it's it's just. Especially for, you know, we're entertainers. So we're already, we're artistic people. You know what I mean? We need somebody there to like hold us down and just be there and be like like that support. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I don't don't necessarily like being single. What kind of woman are you looking for? Like, you know, like a. Yeah, they're listening right now, sir. Skinny woman, build like a crackhead, like a healthy, thick. (laughs) No, no, I like like my women really, really healthy and thick and voluptuous. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my. Even, like, I like. It's crazy. I like a little belly. For real, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to be able to put a pencil inside your belly and the shit just don't move. Like, you know what uh, I'm it gets stuck. Like a roll, like it gets stuck. I like a, I like a little belly roll. Do you eat ass? I'm curious. <laughs> I'm Puerto Rican. I eat ass. Okay. Twat. I fucking. Ch- I suck toes. Don't bring your feet Holy around me. Fuck. <laughs> if your feet are beautiful, you don't want them around me. Yeah. If my feet look like mine, it's a wrap, right? Would you? What if she's voluptuous with that kind of feet? I can't do it. I got to pass. And I've had that happen. I, I promise. That's, that's, that's happened to me before. I met some beautiful women. It's like boomerang. Remember boomerang? Of course. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, but I'm always going to look first. And I'll ask a girl, can, hey, can I see your feet? You know, just like, so I don't have to waste time going to dinner and doing all that shit. Oh, shit. Because I'm, I'm not going to want to go further than that. So if, we, if I meet you in the club or whatever and I think you're interested, I'm like, hey, can I see your feet? And if, when they show it to me, I'm like, okay, cool. What kind of feet are you looking for? Because there's a lot of voluptuous girls listening to our podcast. Okay, here's, here's, Two, right. here's, toenails. A, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So, <laughs> no, I can't do the bumps and the bunions and stuff like that. Okay. Oh, we like got, wear heels all the time? Well, it's no. like when they have a foot on top of a foot. A foot oh, on top shit, of a foot. I've never seen one before. And the second toe can't be super longer than the big toe. That yeah. second toe is... Mike, am I tripping? No, you're not tripping. I can't do the second long toe that's like... The, like the one thing and the next one, longer? Yeah, like the big toe should be the biggest, and it should go down like, like that, like a landslide. It should oh, like be, a landslide. It should be in perfect symmetry. You huh. know what I'm saying? 
and that's you know if so if it's if the feet ain't right then i can't i just lose it okay single ladies you heard him nice feet fat ass you will eat your ass you'll suck your toes he will eat the coochie <laughs> you, will you eat a coochie on her period or not if I'm married to her, yes, nasty I would. I okay. am, I'm a nasty Hey, what's wrong with that, Mike? If we're married, sure. He's talking about eating a pussy on a period. This guy like ketchup on his fucking hot dog. No, I'm but right. I'm not. But I'm not gonna stick my. T- we can say this. I'm not gonna stick yeah, my you tongue. Yeah, you can say in our show. Okay, your I'm not tongue. Stick- you're putting your whole hand. No, I'm not gonna stick my tongue in the hole. Okay, if, you know, I'm just. Oh yeah, the- yeah, the the, the okay. clitoris. Yeah, yeah that's clip. a very smart. You're still word. gonna taste a little blood though. You're gonna, you're gonna feel like you bit your tongue or something. <laughs> No, but you wipe it down a little bit if you know that's the case. Uh, Mike, you you don't run the red light. Come nah, on. nah. Me, me and Ryder argue all the time. She be trying to make me run that red light. I, I, we've broken uh, up funny. before. Ryder, is that true, Ryder? Is he telling? Is he capping right now? Okay, I'll, I'll leave it alone. Uh, you look guilty, Michael Blackson. I don't like Ryder, the red. I mean, I've been. There's times where she's forced me. You know, it's it's almost like I've been molested. Molestation. <laughs> What to run the red light? Yeah, it's like she forced yeah. me to doing it. So, so what do you do during that? Because a, a, a woman's cycle could last a week, two, you know, ten three days. weeks. Uh, yeah, that's a long story. That's okay. why. Guess where I get my side chick? Okay, okay cool. I get one a month. Oh. All right. On that note, want to thank all of you. Tell Michael Blackson. We want to thank everybody for joining us, yes. my man. Love and hip hop yeah. reunion coming up very soon. Look Woo-hoo. it up on VH1. Ladies, he's single. Uh, nice toes, fat ass. Even nails. She could be hard working a lazy eye. That's and a, a job. I don't want no broke chick. No broke bitch. Yeah. Must oh, have a that's job. That's a lot of yeah. uh, you gotta, you gotta qualification. Yeah. That's, no, it's not Chinese best friend. A lot of girls don't have jobs, Michael Blackson. Not just California girls COVID-19 don't have jobs. COVID-19 okay. right now. How do you guys know each other? I think this is like such an interesting dynamic. Yeah, right? actually, this is a long story. Long story? Okay. At a, at a Chinese buffet, or you can't eat. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey, you like this? Yep. We actually met in this, it was like a, like a party. Yeah, we met it. In this, um, like my buildings to throw parties for the residents, and him and one of his buddies had a unit on the fourteenth floor. And um, you guys so roommates? They, no, no, no. Okay. Now he they just he and his buddy just had a unit here just where they to party and bring the bitches. There. I hope your lady's not listening. Oh, uh, that was the time I was not dating any. Oh well, yeah, no, I don't know. She's not <laughs> listening to this, Mike. Good. I'm glad she's not listening. But they, they used to just like you know have parties in their unit. And then um, the, 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 um, they had a party for everybody that lived here. So I met him at one of the parties. They had a party in one of those um, penthouse units because it was empty. Like I told you, when I moved here, I was the only one on this whole floor for a whole year. The rest were empty because they cost too much motherfucking money. So, but it is what it is. You heard my niggas. Love and Hip Hop reunion. Look it up. He's lady, he's single. Go in yeah. that DM. Voluptuous Ten- ladies only. How can it reach you? What's your IG? Just type Cisco in IG. You got the Cisco before the... See, C- C- I- yeah, I'm the most Cisco popular. Cisco Paycheck? You know, Cisco C- is Paycheck. C-I-S... C-I-S-C-O. If oh, you wow. type Cisco underscore Rosado, but you, you just type Cisco. And It'll I'm, pop right up. And then I'm... I'm yeah. Okay, Rosado. All right. Well, hey, man. <laughs> it was a boy. Thanks for joining us. Thank I you wish you a lot me, of brother. luck. Thank you, bro. I love my hip-hop, and I hope you fucking punch um, Peter Guns back in his fucking throat. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you. We out, motherfucker. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, bro. <laughs>
I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 